All right, uh, old school Jank Huger, Ben Mangwitz. Um, so this is a special old school. Um, we're gonna do some serious stuff on it. Um, but before we do, let's just start normal, okay? Uh, so first of all, uh, best invention of the last 10 years, probably not the last 10 years. Uh, but uh, I realized it uh, earlier today. Roku. Okay, first of all, good one. Yeah, okay. yeah that's right, yeah. Uh, and much better than mine. Okay. Okay, right. but mine is the correct answer. Yeah. Skinny highlighters. Like, why did it take so long? Like, oh, why did they, the they highlighters were, they have were too to be bulky? They were like, they, like, suppose the writing was small, or again, or or just it was hard to control. It was hard to get it on the part only that you wanted to highlight. Yeah. Why was why were highlighters the only thing that needed to be like this thick and round? Yeah, hard to hold in your hand and hard to highlight the part you want to highlight. I didn't want to highlight that part. Yeah. But I couldn't unless I turned it the other way and got the point sort of. You know, essentially going horizontal, uh, and that's that's very awkward. Yeah, well, I could turn the paper too, but come on. No, no. And what I love is that it took someone, and I would have loved to have been there. There, there was one guy at one point. I'm sure it, he was know. definitely Jewish. Uh. <laughs> it was a great idea. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, where uh, he uh, was like, wait a minute, what if we made the highlighter the same size? As all other pens, people are like oh, this guy's a genius. Yeah, or it was like a, like an irritated guy in the office. Ah, I can't the highlighter. I keep getting it on the other thing. Can, can we? Uh, why, why isn't it the same size as everything else? You know, <laughs> and like yeah, at, yeah. at once it was like yeah. a domino of light bulbs over right, people's totally. heads, like ding 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 <laughs> ding 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 ding. Everyone's like, yes, hurry up to the print shop. Uh, Larry, get me a smaller highlighter. We don't make them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it did take a long time, didn't it? It did take a while. Yeah. So I'm going to buy two new Roku's. Um, I'm going to buy one new Roku just because I have you know. I have four. <laughs> You're insane. Well, I won't. But I mean, <laughs> why? Do, why do you need six Roku's? Well, I'm done with the other two because they don't. They aren't modern enough to get some of the newer channels. Really? Do they expire? What no, they like the the Apple TV, which I'm not even going to subscribe to. Uh -huh. um, um, is uh, uh, doesn't come on my. I might talk myself out of this, by the way. Okay. But there's two factors. One, the new Roku's will get everything, and I can't put Apple TV on a couple of my Roku's. Right. Secondly, I have four because I have four televisions overall through the house, and there's no point in having one that doesn't have a Roku, or I'll never watch it. Um, I have a story about that. Um, so only two of them have cable. I don't even watch cable, right? I mean, like uh -huh. cable enables me to get some of the channels, but I still watch everything through the Roku. And the new Rokus, and they cost thirty dollars each. They oh my god, I'm getting one after the show. Right, and I they, didn't they're twenty nine ninety. They only cost thirty dollars for right now. The forty nine ninety one nine ones are twenty nine ninety nine, and they'll work the volume and turn the power off on the TV. Oh, what it was. And so I have these old ones it? that don't do the volume or turn the TV off. So what's the point of those? Are they trying to copy 10 black 10 days of Black Friday on shoptyt.com? Are they, I don't know. Who's who's our sponsor by the way? Uh, oh, it's, it's I'm glad you reminded me. It's shoptyt.com oh, it? where you can get this or these wonderful TYT hoodies. In fact, you get a TYT hoodie today if but only for the, those of you who are watching live which are only the members. Anyway, you get a free lanyard which I'm never quite sure what a lanyard is. Lanyard yeah. is either the thing that goes around your neck or the thing that the thing that goes around your neck holds, and no one really knows. Oh, but why would you need a lanyard unless you're going to a conference? No one needs a lanyard. Doesn't matter. You're getting a free one today, okay? If you buy a hoodie, I'm I think people like to go with a lanyard. I guess it must be the thing that goes around your neck because then they could ha put whatever their dumb plastic thing is from the yeah. thing they go to that they don't want to be at. Please, unintelligent plastic. R unintelligent plastic. Please, I need you, let's uh, be. Sorry. And, um, uh, and so, oh, is that right? Is, it, is a lanyard the thing that goes around your neck? Yeah. I think the young people know it. They like grew up with that being a word. Like for us, that was not a thing. You know what's a word? Like you're such a boomer, you might not know that boomer's a word. I'm not even a boomer. I'm no, no little, I know, but I'm saying like it's yeah. not means anything oh. that isn't oh, right. 25 and years old. I got you, right, right, right. right. Yeah, uh, I am not technically a boomer, but I'm definitely a boomer. Yeah, okay. 
Like, do you, you know what a boomer is? Yeah, no, no, I, I put a Bing Crosby Christmas song on and uh, on Twitter and said, okay, crooner, and like gave myself a high five. <laughs> oh, I get it, okay, crooner, Yeah, I got it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that it's overused when Matt Gates used it. But it is a topsy-turvy world, I don't know if you saw the story. Matt Gates called Joe Biden, I think it was Joe Biden, it might have been a conservative. No, maybe it was a conservative, anyway, it doesn't matter. He called someone a boomer because they were against legalizing marijuana. So Matt Gates, massive right winger, oh, right, yeah, right. just assumes everybody's for legalization because he's younger. And so if anyone isn't for legalization, he's like, okay, boomer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a conservative because it wouldn't have been controversial yeah. if it was Biden. So I didn't. I just saw that this was a thing on Twitter, or whatever. Like when it started, what two weeks ago? It's already over, right? Twitter. Yeah. yeah. No, it's been around a little longer than that. No, no. Okay, boomer. Oh, okay, boomer. Oh, yeah. yeah. First of all, I'm kidding about Twitter, but uh, no, boomers. I don't know about okay, boomer, no, but boomer's been around a long time. Yeah, no, I know boomer has. Jesus Christ. Like, remember, like <laughs> boomer is Siasin? It's like talking to my mom. Well, <laughs> um, we'll okay. get to that in a moment. Um, the, uh, but um, the, uh, uh, yeah, I know boomer's been around a long time. <laughs> yeah. No, you're supposed to answer me. Okay, boomer. Oh, okay. I saw <laughs> um, uh, but like, okay, boomer was a thing, like super fast. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, but, how, when did he? Use but like, but I'm, but I'm such a boomer that I feel like by the time I've caught on to a trend, it's it over. hasn't been two weeks. It's been two weeks that I know about it. It's probably been around for two years. Maybe, maybe. But it, it made its way into my uh, Twitter feed of centrist politicians and <laughs> movie stars. You know, <laughs> um, like. <laughs> and uh, uh, like with some rampant, uh, with a, with a uh, not rampant, but uh, uh, a disparate group of uh, of lefties to, yeah. yell, to yell at me every now and then. Yeah. Um, okay. So if it made it to you, it's probably been around for months. That's right. That's right. Okay. But then it was gone. Like by the time I was ready to make a joke about it, people in my responses to that were like, "Yeah, okay, play it out." Yeah. Yeah. So I can't believe that lanyard doesn't have plastic in it. Like when I think lanyard, I think plastic. And mm -hmm. so, but it turns out it's not, it's <laughs> the thing. When I say lanyard, you say plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many times has that happened? Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, but but if it says TYT on the lanyard, right. all of a sudden, I'm gonna go buy a hoodie, because that's kind of cool. I'm gonna find a conference. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna wear my TYT lanyard on it, slash, it might not be a TYT lanyard. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, what is this? Oh, it's the people to restore America? Great, I'm going in anyway, just so I can wear my lanyard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, what people are saying though, people are saying this. <laughs> Such a Trump thing to say. It that. is, yeah. Yeah, what people are saying now is that when they wear their Young Turks shirt, other people see them and go, "Oh, cool, you watch, I watch. And right. then they like, they start to you know make more friends. And so people are saying it. It's <laughs> <laughs> shop2id.com, but it's true, I've, I've seen it in social media, so it must be true. Uh, the uh, you see what Trump said today when he was pardoning the thanks the whatever the dumb thing presidents do where they pardon the turkeys. Oh, they're already pardoning it on Tuesday. We're, we're kind of jumping the gun here. Well, I mean Thanksgiving is Thursday, and obviously Trump's not working tomorrow. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I thought it was on. Th I mean, I know why I thought it was on Thursday, but of course they're not working on Thursday. Of yeah, course right. they're not going to do it. Everybody wants to go home on Thursday, right, so they're like, oh, let's, just, let's, let's wrap this thing up. Let's I'm get, surprised get you didn't turkey do it. in here on Tuesday. I'm surprised you didn't do it Friday, so you'll like this before I get to the thing that Trump said, remind me. Um, so when you went to college, you were, you were like four years behind me, right? Three? I think three. Yeah. So I did it, the, my wife does this. That's right, you, you're high school 88, right? Yeah. yeah. So three years behind me. So when I was, we didn't go to the same college, but when I was a senior, you were a freshman. When uh, you went to Penn, right? Mm -hmm. When did the Thanksgiving break start? Hmm. I don't remember at all. I'm gonna answer for you, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving day. Like I think so, yeah. You did not, you had to go to class Wednesday. Now, sometimes, I think so, yeah. sometimes they would, they probably didn't have afternoon classes, but I'm positive that like the 9 a.m. or 8.30 a.m. classes met. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of kids blew them off. But yeah. like you'd go to class and then you'd go to the airport and get on a plane and, and yeah, fly so home if you were, if that's was a thing, you know, I flew from Boston uh, to DC. Yeah, I, I think now I, you've planted f fake memories in my head. Mm -hmm. And so that 
My fake memory is that, yeah, I would get picked up or I drive because I was close enough. I was an hour and 15 from my house, from my parents' house. And I remember being like kind of giddily ecstatic on a Wednesday night going home. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. And you were close enough Pennsylvania down to Jersey, you would just drive or take the train or something like that, you know. Yeah, or, it wasn't or, the train, so my parents must have come somebody, pick me yeah, up. Somebody yeah. or another kid, whatever, somebody. Because I didn't have a car in school. No, no, of course not, but the, somehow you, you got home in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my parents, they're just like the most wonderful people on earth. Right, they would have come get you. Yeah, they would have, I'm sure they did. I'm, they probably came and got me all the time. Um, my, so, so I. I, 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 for that short trip, I drove home if I had a car, and I did. I guess just junior and senior year, I had a, old, I had a Toyota, an old, old, old Corolla. But I would drive home at Christmas, but I wouldn't drive that eight-hour drive for Thanksgiving because it was really a full day of driving uh, each way. Yeah. So I flew home, from Logan to, to National, and uh, before it was called Reagan, because Reagan was still the president. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, oh um, wow, that's yeah, that's crazy. So. Um, it's because I'm a boomer. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, what I'm told by uh, my uh, uh, oldest, closest friend who is in uh, the world of academia, he has literally never not been on the academic calendar. Mm -hmm. He went to oh, college. Wow. He went, after college, his first job, first year after college, he taught uh, high school. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from there, he went to get a PhD mm -hmm. in legal history. Of right, course. Which he got it at Harvard, worth mentioning, right? Yep, mm -hmm. uh, and then he uh, finished that up and went to law school. Mm -hmm. uh, and then of he course. finished law school and he went to work as a law professor at a law school. Yeah, so, so whole life, 52 years old, has never not had spring break. Or summer break. Or well, summer break, right. But spring break seems to if me you, somehow crazier. If you're on, like, you're a professor, you're a dean, whatever you are, and you are not a workaholic and you're happy with your salary, which you might be. Like it might, if you're, especially if you're a dean, you might be a pretty solid salary. If you just took the whole summer off, that would be amazing. That'd and, be like the greatest job that ever existed. And, and no one would ever say, hey, Jenk's taking the whole summer. Oh my God. No, they wouldn't know. They wouldn't care. It's, it, it's no. So I we, instantly we, want to retire he, into becoming a professor. Right, he and I have had this discussion because he's a dean now, and we've had many discussions about whether he should. From the time he was an associate dean to being a law school dean, to whether that was something worth pursuing, to be ambitious and pursue that, or just acknowledge that just be a law professor. It's a thing you can say your whole life with great pride. Yeah. What do you do? I'm a law professor. Yeah, nobody yeah. thinks dummy. No, right. Everybody's <laughs> like, oh no, really? Cool. You know, well, what do you teach? Where do you teach? Well, not everybody, yeah. but a lot of people. But I mean, the people who you're going to say the that to. The people who follow you on Twitter. But, 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 no, the people but, you follow on Twitter. Yeah, well, you're not going <laughs> to say it to like a person you just randomly meet at a restaurant, like who's taking your order. Nothing against the waiter, but you're not yeah. like, you know, what are you going to have today? I'm a law professor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, but I wasn't asking, Dick. No, you're at a party. What do you do? I'm a law professor. It's almost always going to get. Oh, really? Where do you teach? Like yeah, you know, what the what next question. Teach, what right? do you? So, okay. so I would say, don't. I, my advice to him was, what are you doing? Like you're putting yourself through this. You're straight, and then you're going to get a job where you got to deal with legislatures, and the political machinations of whatever school you're at, and fighting for money and fundraising. Fundraising, 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 where you don't have the summer off because you got to go raise money, right? Mm -hmm. And you got to try and get a different job, or you just get wait until you get a good job and then be a law professor there and then retire whenever you feel like it, or never. It sounds like uh, a pretty good plan, actually, if you ask me. But he didn't do it. He, he went. He went to challenge himself or whatever. Um, so, <laughs> so this is what he told me. So, and it basically went like this. So we would have class Wednesday, and I'm going to give that they probably canceled afternoon classes, and then I'm sure I did, and other kids probably followed that you're like, I'm not going to class Wednesday, mm -hmm. right? I got one class in the morning, I'm gonna book a flight or whatever, and I'm gonna leave or drive or whatever it is, I'm gonna go Tuesday night, I'm gonna leave school, right? And then they started recognizing that these classes on Wednesday were half full. So they were like, all right, well, we'll give you Wednesday off. So then people started traveling on Tuesday. So they're like, so we'll just do a <laughs> half day on Tuesday. And then people started doing it on Tuesday, and they're like, all right, well, we can't have Monday, just Monday. So Thanksgiving break starts on the preceding Friday. Yeah, 
and they get they get a whole week off. So now I'm, yeah. now I'm going to be like Joe Biden. Yeah. Oh, give me a break. Give me you a break. got it tough, okay? <laughs> That's right, yeah. We used to take Wednesday morning classes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> then we'd have our parents pick us up, okay? Our phones were connected <laughs> to the walls and we had to take American political theory at 9:30 in the morning on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. So look, we got to get to the video stuff. I want to do it in probably at least start in the first half. Uh, but later, I do want to talk about titles because you mentioned Dean, and Dean is such a cool title. So it's worth all that hassle that you were talking we'll about. We'll get to it later, but I will mention the thing Trump said, and then we'll talk about it after we get to some of the videos. But the, the he said that the uh, liberals are trying to, they don't want to call it Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> like, like with a war. He just, yeah. I, okay. And I'm curious whether he thought it was a thing or he gets confused. Yeah, people are saying it. People are saying people, it, that's, okay? what, that's why you remind me. The you. liberals are, the people are saying, the liberals are not saying Thanksgiving. People right. are saying that, yeah. not saying it. We can't say that. He thinks okay. the war on Christmas is the war on Thanksgiving. No, it has begun, it has begun. <laughs> when are we finally gonna do the war on Halloween? When is that gonna happen? <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, actually they have done that. Anyway, let's save that conversation, that's awesome. Okay, but um, so sad news, um, uh, and this time we're not kidding. Uh, Ben's mom passed away a couple of days ago. Yeah, I, you know, I'm my father's son, so we she died, died. She didn't pass away. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and I was uh, trying to be, you know. I know it's hard. You you hard, but I die, dying is what happens. It's part of life. It's okay. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, it's not always okay. part of life, but yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Actually, yeah. At the very end, it was quick when she actually died. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. uh, so she died. Uh, we're taping this on uh, Tuesday, or mm. shooting this on Tuesday, and she died uh, Friday morning. Mm -hmm. So just uh, four, whatever that is, four days ago, five yeah. days ago, four days ago. So how old was she? She was 94 years old. Wow, born long in, life. Born God in uh, 1925. Uh, uh -huh. Calvin Coolidge was president. Um, uh, silent Cal. Uh, and she uh, she led an interesting life. Uh, she was, a, as we'll get to, she was a frequent uh, a contributor for many years to the uh, Young Turks uh, program on the radio. Um, and uh, and maybe even a couple of YouTube videos. Like maybe, yeah, because we have yeah, we have some. Yeah, so yeah. so some after that. Uh, she never understood that. Neither did my father. Um, <laughs> uh, but she had Alzheimer's for the last five plus years of her life. Uh, the wow, first it was five years. Yeah, the first couple we brought her out uh, when I realized something was wrong when I went to see her in, in Florida. Mm -hmm. Mom and I had a pretty strained relationship, challenging. She didn't really. She would not have thought it was strained, but it was strained. Um, and. Uh -huh. uh, but she was a great woman in many ways, as you know. Um, and uh, but Alzheimer's is a hideous disease. And and as we live longer and longer, we have got to people got to get their uh, living wills in order for what they want to happen because it is no good. And uh, she was okay for the first couple of years. I mean, she was she had Alzheimer's and she didn't know what a salt shaker was, but she would know when my brother and I came to visit and she was pleased and she would yep. also of course cuz it's, it's a, she was a mother she would know when you didn't come to visit you know <laughs> uh, but she was never sure about the time so you could always win that argument you know mm -hmm. yeah i haven't seen you in weeks you haven't called in weeks i was like mom we were there thursday no, we weren't, but she would be like, oh, all right. Oh, you know. you're the worst. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you needed to pull that one out, you could, right? <laughs> you could. Yeah, you okay, could. Yeah, you could. One of the great things uh, was that she, uh, so she, especially as she got a little bit worse, she um, she was still happy, even if she didn't recognize you, which was true, recognize, which was true over the last, like, a little over a year, 14 months probably. But she, uh, she loved sweets, always did. You bring her a milkshake, bring her a chocolate milkshake, and she'd sip it, and she would go, oh my God, this is, this is delicious. What do you call this? I'd be like, Milkshake, and she would say, I, "I've never had one." Yeah, and you'd be like, "Well, yeah, and there's something nice about there that." There is no, and so every milkshake she had, and she, and every time it was like, oh, "I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry." Oh my god, this is delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, is that kind of, look? Yeah. Obviously, and she'd be like, "You should have try some. This is fantastic." Right, yeah. right, right. Obviously yeah. debilitating. Obviously terrible. Right, yeah. By the way, there's some real breakthroughs there. We we might be able to conquer Alzheimer's eventually, from what I understand, but not yet. And but. Yeah, yeah, that's a silver lining. Like something that's great. It's fresh to you every time. Like I remember the so many things that I liked the first time I had them, where I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, no, you. What is this? Right, you of all people, like the oh, appreciation yeah. of a flavor that feels new to you. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, the salt shaker thing got me every time because we'd go to Cheesecake Factory because it was close by where she is, and it's awesome. And uh, and I would get excited. I'd be like, "I'm seeing mom." Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yeah, I almost went the other night. Um, yeah, last night. Yeah, because my uh, I did go last night. 
Yeah, my family's out of town. Mm -hmm. Oh, you went last night? Oh, I might have run into you. Yeah, because <laughs> my I family's was, out of town. I was town. by I was the like, one, I was nostalgic. I was actually next to the one uh, that I used to take my mom when she lived in that part of town, in the valley. Oh, okay, oh, it's yeah, in the valley, Oaks, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was this close to going to Cheesecake Factory last night. I was like, should I go this way, should I go that way? Oh, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, my wife is so, so on Cheesecake Factory. That's why I was thinking of going when she's out of town. But my parents like it. Of course they do. <laughs> you know why, because my parents, Americans. Yeah, it's fantastic, it's so good. <laughs> um, but she, uh, so she'd look at it and she'd be like, what's the, what's this? I'd be like, it's a, it's a salt shaker, what's it for? You'd be like, it's for salt. It's like a crazy disease, but she knew who wow, we were. Wow, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It, and she remembered so how much, to ask, what's this, you know? Yeah, it gets so much worse. A very close family friend had it. But I remember with your mom, when she first came out, it was not that bad. No. Like, it was like, sometimes when I went to see her, it was barely noticeable. That's right, It could you could get through it, but she didn't really know who people were or what the conversation was about. And and the danger is, is like she'd wake up in the middle when she was at our house and I was briefly entertaining, well, why don't we have her stay with us? I mean, couldn't put my wife through that and and get help all the time because she'd walk out and not know where she was. That was definitely oh, an issue. Right, right, but right. she would she woke our daughter up at four in the morning and said, and try as she was two to like like help the house guest leave. You know, mm -hmm. like we have house guests and they're all leaving. How do we get them to stay? You know, and you're like, that can't happen. So you they have to go to a place that's incredibly, and all the nice ones are absurdly expensive. Yeah, you know, we yeah. sold her house and that's what paid for it. But it turns out that that if she had like the, the when we invested the money from her house, that we were like, how long is this going to last? Like, mm -hmm. and they were like, this should last if the market is okay, unless there's a giant collapse, which there hasn't been, of course. Like. Uh, that this should last nine, 10 years, this amount of money, and mm -hmm. you should be able to pay this exorbitant monthly fee mm -hmm. for her to share a room with somebody. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, and um, and we had like uh, 80 grand left, which means we had like, and her services were increasing, so we had like nine months left, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in which case we would have, you know, we don't have, we don't have that kind of money. We would have had to, at some point, move her to Back. a much less, or or, oh, or or yeah or yeah or yeah uh, or get care full time you know I mean what else? it's just and so the burden that's on families that don't have their mom's house to sell for seven hundred thousand dollars are effed you know yeah I don't know how folks do yeah, it. I, I have yeah. no idea how they do it that's so true of so many things involving healthcare okay but so uh, and her name was Holly Jolly which right. is like the greatest name ever she was so wonderful to me oh yeah she was wonderful I, I, I real quick I I wrote my friends a text from all my friends when she died. And I was like, hey, look, boys, you know, guys in Washington, nothing made her happier than uh, uh, than having you boys over uh, uh, growing up. Because they were all like, they have such fond memories of my house was sort of a central gathering location. And and I, that made me, as I wrote it, I realized, oh my God, that's true. Then nothing yeah. did make her happier. Yeah, um, it's like my dad, uh, which we're about to show you, my dad versus your mom in, in the parent trap, which is what we used to play. But people would come over to my house in East Brunswick or Freehold uh, in both in New Jersey. And uh, and there was the famous Uger kitchen table where my dad was always sitting at the head, and he'd have all my friends sit down, and he'd be like, "Nigel, what is going on? <laughs> okay, you are now dean. Dean is very good established title. Okay, tell me what it means to be dean. What you are doing? Okay, and then everybody would go around and around and tell him what they what they were up to in their lives. They still do it. Uh, so they'll probably do it this Thanksgiving when we go over to New Jersey. Yeah, she was, yeah, I'm not surprised with that with your dad. She was always happy to have uh, people over and, and, and I liked it because then she wasn't sort of on me, you know, and uh, uh -huh. and she was happy. She just sort of, her, she all the sort of bitterness that she used to carry around, it just sort of, it went away. Uh, oh, so, uh, so and, and but she, one of the other great memories was playing the Parent Trap, this game we invented where we would put my mom, who was aggressively anti-pop culture, like proudly, mm -hmm. against your dad, who wasn't really anti-pop culture. He just actively knew nothing of it. Yeah, yeah. he's just not, he's genuinely not interested. Right, I think my mom knew some answers and flubbed them on purpose because she was sort of was a badge of honor. Yeah. Not to know who Denzel Washington was. Yeah, you know? whereas my dad was consistently, what is this? What is this, yeah. Okay, so with that uh, being said, in honor of Holly, so uh, can we just tell them what the concept of the game was? It takes 10 Oh, seconds. of course. The yeah. concept of the game was that we would ask three, we'd come up with three questions that were incredibly obvious. Like uh, uh, actor Brad Pitt is married to a famous actress named what? 
Yeah. Like it was not, these were not. You could spot them Angelina and they still they wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't It wouldn't help, right. <laughs> okay. And then it was like we'd ask these three questions and then whoever got more won. And that was it, that was yeah. the whole game. Yeah, so we've got the intro where we might explain those rules oh, again, sure. I don't remember. So Neither let's watch the intro to the parent trap. From Delray Beach, Florida, where she enjoys crossword puzzles and dusting. Another speck on the map where kids don't respect their elders. Here's Dogan Uger. Let's get ready to play the Parent Trap. It's an upsetting picture. <laughs> I don't know why our faces are in it. Yeah, it doesn't, why are our faces in there and why are we both dressed like little girls? Uh, this is one of my favorite segments on the Young Turks. Uh, it's the Parent Trap where, of course, we ask our parents... Uh, pop culture questions and entertainment questions to which they have no answers. Mm, simple, simple pop culture and entertainment questions. Yes, yeah, as you're about to see. Uh, Holly, uh, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? Uh, I'm terrific, and it's great to have you on, as always. It's nice to hear your voice. Uh, Big Dogan, are you there as well? Big Dogan. Dogan. Yes, I'm here. Okay, terrific. <laughs> and he sounds excited and ready to play. Okay, uh, my dad impersonating John McCain. Uh, by the way, when uh, when uh, producer Anna Kasparian uh, called Dogan, he apparently said to her, "I am going to crush her today." <laughs> Probably so he has thrown the gauntlet down. Anna was panicking that I was relaying that information to Dogan uh, to my mom. So a uh, mom, you know, he's uh, he's taunting you. He's trash talking. He's trash talking me, yes, but I mean, uh, he probably will. He's done it many times. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, find out. We'll ask. It's the advantage of having some grandchildren. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, so, uh, hint, hint. I was going to say, in a nice dig. There's that dig on you. That's right. That's right. But I, I, yeah, I sort of thought, on a real note, that uh, you know, one of the frustrating, most frustrating thing about Alzheimer's is that for all the difficulties that I had with my mom, I sort of thought, hey, look, I had a kid. Like, and it's a girl, she had two boys, that this would, you know, that she'd be so overjoyed at this that it would sort of, not so much have us solve issues, but she would just lighten up, you know, that, yeah. the, that the weight would come off her shoulders, but she got sick when our daughter was one. Yeah, I have a tragic story about that too, but let's keep it lighter. So, uh, I love the uh, producer, Anna Kasparian. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, and I, and I, of course, I, I, the, so the, the movie, The Parent Trap, is we took, what I took the title from, um, and I guess that's the that's the the title art to the movie, and I think it's yeah. the first one, the 1961 Parent Trap. Yeah. I don't know if it's the Lindsay Lohan one or, or not, but anyway, that's that's I mean that's why we're in, that's why we're dressed like little girls. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll leave it there. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's take a look at the first question. So let's get started, Dad. Uh, we're going to ask you to go into the corner silence uh, for about 20 seconds. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, Mom. Here's your first question. Okay, oh God. Uh, Christian Bale uh, was arrested for assault, assaulting his mother and sister uh, this week. Uh, by the way, just keep that I in didn't mind. I know that. Yeah. Uh, he's got a big movie out now. Who's he playing? Who's he playing? Well, he's in The Dark Knight. And what is his character? Yeah, who's his character? I don't know. He's not the Joker. He's Batman. All right, All that's right, an answer. That's an answer. All right, uh, now our unscientific uh, cone of silence as we wait for Dogan to reemerge. Dogan, Dogan. Hey, Dogan. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Bubba, we, I think this is a relatively simple question, but they're all relatively simple. Uh, Christian Bale uh, was arrested uh, recently for assaulting his mother and his sister. Uh, he's in a movie. Uh, what movie is it, or what role does he play in that movie? Uh, Batman. All right. Look at that. They both know. Bang, bang. Bang, right bang, now. right off the bat. I, honestly, I didn't. I thought they would miss that question. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys know who Christian Bale is. Nicely done. Mom, are you going to go see that movie? Good God, no. There we go. Yeah. There's Mom <laughs> for you. Why, why is that? But it's not the kind of movie I would ever see. It's excellent. Nearly. Yeah. I'm a professional critic, Mom. So keep, yes, keep I, yeah, I heard about that. Mazel <laughs> um, Okay, so uh, here is the uh, second question we'll ask Mom. By the way, I don't believe Holly's uh, Mormon. I believe she's Jewish. Uh, <laughs> I don't care what she says. I don't, I'm not. No, I don't believe you. Don't get her started. That's so funny. Okay, uh, so Holly, of course, was Mormon. Uh, left, left the church, excommunicated. 
Yeah. Tried to leave it, wouldn't let her, then they excommunicated. Yeah, she did a good job of leaving. Yeah. She, she was quite insistent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and Ben's dad was Jewish, of course. Uh, but anyway, um, but she was the prototypical Jewish mom. Oh, she was such a Jewish mother. Yeah. <laughs> and she was closer to being a reformed Jew than she was to anything else, certainly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I think for the folks that are watching the YouTube version, sorry, we always run out of time. We do have two more questions. I was shocked that they got Batman, maybe because Batman is actually a town in Turkey. Uh, Little known fact. And it's just your dad in his accented English saying Batman. It's just it's just <laughs> funny. I don't, you know, it probably shouldn't be funny, and maybe that's revelatory about me. But I, it's funny. Everybody laughed. No, I, I, look. I pardon everyone who's ever laughed at my dad's accent. Yeah, come on. Okay, it's okay, it's okay, we're family, it's it's good. I don't mean me and my dad, I mean, if you're good guys, me and you, we're family, it's okay. Um, All right. But mom was pretty hip there, she sort of, she got right to it, that was good. Yeah. And also, just real quick, before we let these people go, in 10 seconds, the, the code of silence was genius, because we had no way to like cut off one, I mean, first of all, we probably did have a way to mute one line, but Dave Kohler didn't know how to do it. <laughs> um, so so we- Neither did legendary producer Anna Kasparian. Anna, legendary producer Anna Kasparian 11 years ago. So they literally, we just trusted them to put the phone down and come back in 20 or 30 seconds. And sometimes you know it worked because we'd be like, mom, 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 <laughs> you know? And then she'd pick it up 45 seconds later. She'd be like, oh. oh the, yeah. the fact that it was so unscientific and obviously preposterous was part of the charm. That's right, that's right. Yeah, okay. All right, so for those of you who are gonna miss the last two questions, you're not, because you're gonna become a member, tyt.com slash join, and then you can get the whole show, okay? All right, so now, question number two. So it's Let's, one to one. One to one so far, yep. In the news today, there's a story about the bare naked ladies. Please identify. The bare naked ladies? That's right. Good Lord, I haven't got a clue. Let me think who it would be. The bare naked ladies. That's right. Gosh, you know, you, you know, there's a flower that's called naked lady, but I'm sure you don't mean that one. Uh, uh, man, Dogan, no, I mean, put, could you just put the phone down right okay. next to the internet. Uh, no, uh, goodbye. No, you got an answer there, Mom? Oh, I thought you told me to put the phone down. <laughs> oh boy, all right. this is awesome. No, Mom, do you have an answer? What is the bare naked lady? What are the bare naked ladies? What is? What are? The bare naked ladies. Who are? Whatever. I don't know. Women without socks. Okay, women without socks. Okay, that's an answer. Uh, all right, Dogan. Yes. Uh, you got to keep the uh, computer away from the phone there. Um. But uh, there's a difference in timing, and uh, the computer comes way back after. No, I know, but we're hearing it. We're hearing it, so that's, a, that's okay. All right, uh, Dad, uh, the bare naked uh, ladies are in the news today, as I'm sure you know. Uh, but I don't need you to tell me what that story is. That's far too difficult. Um, I need you to tell me what or who is the bare naked ladies. Who is this? The bare naked ladies. Who are or who is the bare naked ladies? Bare naked ladies. She was on the news today. <laughs> yes, uh, the, but don't worry about that. We just—that's that, why we're bringing it up. There's a story about the bare naked ladies. We just want you to tell us who or what or when. <laughs> what what are the bare naked ladies? Or who are the bare naked ladies? Either one. No, I have no idea. <laughs> no, it's the chocolate eclair without the chocolate. <laughs> All right. Well, they weren't close on that one. But you know what? To be fair, that was the hardest one of the bunch. What is that? I, I, yeah, I'm not 100% sure that was the hardest one of the bunch. I mean, they needed to know that that was, it's a band. A band. Yeah. We would have just given it to you for band. Band. We would have given it to you for music. Music, exactly. Yeah. You say that. You say that when we didn't get it, you know. But but that's because we didn't get it. We gave Dogan half a point for enemies and enemies. We're desperate to give away. Uh, 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 we're desperate to give away points here. <laughs> we should have asked, "What do the bare naked ladies do?" That would have been actually a better phrasing. It doesn't matter. Or, or included that in the. Array of answers. What are the bare naked ladies? Who are the bare naked ladies? What are the bare naked ladies do? Identify in some way the bare naked it ladies. It doesn't matter. What fields? Yeah, we could have said what field of 
artistic endeavor or the bare naked ladies. Okay, then they would have had a prayer because they could have just blindly guessed. Yeah, they could have blindly guessed, right? Yeah. But my mom would have said, sculptors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're they're still knotted at one to one. One to one uh, with a, a third question. Anything can happen. Yeah. And my dad's technical incompetence. Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But uh, like, still to this day, when I FaceTime him half the time, I see nothing but the inside of his ear. <laughs> We're FaceTiming. He's like, "What is it?" <laughs> like that? No, pull the phone away. You oh, forget it. Yeah. Try <laughs> okay. All right. Third question. Last one. Okay, Madonna has been associated with an A-Rod. What's an A-Rod? A-Rod is somebody Arab? No, no, no. Dad, Madonna has been associated with an A-Rod. A-Rod. A-R-O-D. A-Rod. A-Rod. What is an A-Rod? I have no idea. I know uh, her brother wrote the book about her. Okay, all right, not bad. And uh, okay, I think somebody uh, very close by uh, talking uh, bad about you. That an A Rod is somebody close by talking badly about you. Okay, yes. all, right. all right, very good answer. Okay, okay, okay. Mom, right. mom, are you there? Mom loves the cone of silence. Mom takes the 25. Is it time? Yes. There you go. All right. Holly, uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, uh, Mom, Madonna has been associated recently with, you know who Madonna is, right? Yes. Okay. Madonna has been associated with an A-Rod. What? Alex Rodriguez. Oh, it's over. It's over. <laughs> oh, wow. Man, you blew him out of the water. I did? Yeah, this time she's really... Prepared. Yeah, she came to play. She came to play three to one and a half, and she showboated in the middle with Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always happens, Dogan, you talk trash, came back to bite you in the ass. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's funny. So, by the way, Dad, so you know, an A-Rod is not someone who talks badly about you that's close by. An A-Rod is a human being named Alex Rodriguez. He plays baseball for the Yankees. Okay. Yes, could you could you run that that thing about naked ladies? It's a band. It's a band. It's a rock band. Dear dear, I never heard of it. Oh. <laughs> I think that's that's. I think right that's uh, yeah, that's that's patently obvious. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, as always, good talking to you. Thanks for playing another spirited edition of the uh, another spirited and competitive competitive edition of uh, the Parasite. Uh, now can I go to sleep? Yeah, permission to sleep. Ten minutes after eleven here, and I'm getting sleepy. Right, and you get up at four, so you better get to it. Right. All right, guys, we love you. We'll All right, you happy All right, thanks, All right. mom. Bye, bye. Yeah, your mom was exactly the kind of person that would say, "Dear, dear, dear, dear." Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was great, and it was good. It was uh, so that that thing with my friends, and uh, and then. Uh, Remembering the parent trap, we were talking, uh, uh, I guess, over the weekend. Yeah, over, like we were talking Saturday or Sunday. Saturday we were talking, um, and uh, and we were talking about because uh, we're both busy and we haven't been able to do a lot of old schools. And and you were like, well, you know what? We can both make Tuesday, so we'll do one Tuesday. And because mom had died, I was like, we should play the parent trap. Yeah. And 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 that instantly that conjured up memories of how sort of. Uh, joyful my mom was during the show it's like she really mm -hmm. liked it and yeah. that's nice and uh, so it was like one of the you know it was a memory that I didn't it was not at the forefront of my mind but that's great like I, I'm gonna make sure I download that if I can figure out how to do that um, yeah. and uh, yeah I mean I want to play that for uh, Josie like tonight you know yeah uh, definitely yeah, and the four of us had, uh, you know, we developed a, a bond. So, like, my dad, you know, was like, oh, Ben's mom. He would always mm -hmm. check in on, how's Ben's mom? Yeah. Didn't care about your dad at all. Right. Okay. Right. Hated that. Never, yeah. never asked about him. Not an interesting guy, but Ben's mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, uh, I mean, they, they met out here, yeah. you know. I think we had him, I think we had a, maybe those, those photos are from, I think they played a, a parent trap. I think there was a live parent trap. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. That's right. Yeah, yeah. but it was almost better on the phone. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, look, it was it was, it was nothing but fun. I mean, look, that's part of why we do old school because we had a lot of fun on the show. Uh, we're better and for worse. <laughs> uh, so, uh, by the way, I like that your mom. Uh, her A Rod answer was a walk off homer. Oh, totally. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she and it was like boom, like 
you as soon as it hit the bat, you knew it was over. Right, which is, I mean, is there something you want to know in addition to Alex Rodriguez? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a hell of a thing, man. So you know, you watch that old clip, and that's your mom, and I, that's some Holly I remember. Yeah, and that was you know it was only it was eleven years ago, and she was great. She looked you know she was so she was eighty three years old then, and that's and one amazing. thing about my mom is when she was eighty three, you know uh, she seemed seventy. You know, she's yeah. much younger until you know. and she was really well read, and yeah, so yeah. and same with my dad. Uh, and my dad's now eighty-two. Oh wow! So my dad was a whippersnapper in totally. that game. Totally, yeah, 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 yeah. He was really seventy-one. Kind of in, inexcusable to be losing to this eighty-three-year-old <laughs> yeah. woman who thumbed her nose at pop culture her entire life. Yeah. Right. Um, but she could, but she could, because she read the New York Times every day. She would, it would just seep in. You know. Yeah. So I was watching. And besides, your dad did too. So I was watching Watchmen. Uh, I'm one episode behind. Are it's you good, watching right? it? No, all? I'm not watching. It's good though, right? Yeah, it's the uh, Damian Lindelof. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't want to like it, but I do. Gotcha. And uh, and I have to give him credit. He's not holding on to all the mysteries till the very end, and then not revealing fifty percent of them. He's revealing them as he goes along. So I'm like, no, okay, you've earned some trust back. You've earned some like this last episode. Which is I'm one episode behind, so two episodes ago or whatever. Um, they revealed a lot of the mysteries. So I was like, wow, kind of in the middle, Damon Lindelof revealing important mysteries. Okay. Huh. Um, I mean, again, I feel like the criticism of Lost is forget the argument about the finale, which I thought was really good. It was complicated, but it was really good. But I mean, like, Lost was an important part in this. In this era of great TV, like it just tried something incredibly bold, and it didn't always get it. And part of its problem was th that, like, it was on eighteen weeks spread out over forty weeks. Mm -hmm. Like it was maddening. It was it didn't quite get the era of TV we're in. Like you gotta deliver those episodes week after week after week to keep people talking about. It. You can't take nine weeks off from Thanksgiving to Christmas, yeah, and then come back and have us be just as into it. Yeah, but it did, look before the end. It it was riveting, and so uh, no, he he sets up good suspenses. But it's like it reminds me of the guy uh, who told me his expertise is in setting up companies, not running them. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, got bad news for you. That's not really the hard part. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so yeah, I've been so they get breakfast all day, which is that people should uh, subscribe to listen to the podcast that sort of grew out of uh, what had been what the flick uh, with uh, Christy Lemire and Alonzo oh, yeah. Duralde and Matt Atchity. There, they're still at it. I, I try to get there when I can, which is lately never. Um, and uh, but they they they're they're doing TV also, and they're mm -hmm. doing. Uh, Watchmen, and they were, and Christy, who never watched TV, she only watched movies, but she's changed now. Mm -hmm. Like she watched that, she caught up on Game of Thrones, she watched the last season of Game of Thrones, and she, uh, and they're doing Watchmen, and she was like, oh my God, last night the one you haven't seen it. She was like, oh my God, what an amazing episode we've got to discuss. No, no, it's a great show. It really is a great show. Uh, and ironically, I forgot why I was bringing it up. Uh, I'm going to be on the last episode of Watchmen because something with your dad, my mom. Aging, people dying. Yes, look at that. We got one. We got it. Yeah. So the dad. It doesn't matter. There's nothing spoiler about this. So the dad. There's a dad. Thanks. Married to the main star the of the show is talking to the kids about death, and they're like, "Oh, is Uncle Bob, whatever made up name, in in heaven?" He's like, "No, no, no, honey. There is no heaven." And the kid's like, hmm, what, <laughs> right? Or as my kids would say, wait, what? <laughs> okay. And he's like, and she's like, so, Dad, what happens to people when they die? He's like, um, they go nowhere. Oh, she said, where do they go? He said, they, he said nowhere. It's like before you were born, you were nowhere. Then you were born, and then after you die, you go back to being nowhere. And I was like, and his wife. After he comes back to the sink where they're watching this, she's like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Well, I thought I'd tell him the truth." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it is true, and it is amazing, and it will never uh, cease to amaze me that we just poof disappear. So I was uh, with my mom uh, when she died, uh, just me and my mom, um, and obviously her roommate asleep 
20 feet away. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, that woman, Joyce, a bit of a saint because at that facility that my mom's at, it's a, it is a big room and there's mm. a big giant bathroom in between their, their beds. It's mm-hmm. like a U. And, uh, and, uh, and when my mom went into hospice, really just the last nine or 10 days of her life, and hospice, I always thought, meant you go to a place, but it, maybe it did, but it now the hospice workers sort of come care for you where you are. In right? Russia, hospice come to you. In Russia, hospice come to you, that's right. Uh-huh. So, uh, so, and then because that's disruptive, people are coming, could come at all hours of the night. And it means the person is in all likelihood, although some people come out of hospice, especially in the Alzheimer's world. Um, uh, when you go into a hospice, you're, you, you die at the end of it. That's mm-hmm. what's happening. And so they tell the Joyce, who's pretty, knows what's going on for, for an Alzheimer's patient or from a dementia patient. And, 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 and they're like, do you want to move to another room? We can move mm-hmm. you to another room. And she was like, no, no, I, I'm with Holly. It's weirdly touching. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, it's great. And sometimes they'd go for like when they'd go for a walk, and they'd be like, "Come on, we're all going to, you know, we're all going to walk around the block, get a little air. It's a nice day." And Joyce would be like, "I'm not going because Holly takes a nap at two, so she's not going either. She's going to take a nap." But you know, how much do I love Joyce? Joyce is the best. Joyce, yeah, yeah. No, when yeah, no, no, that was really touching actually. I'm with Holly. I'm with Holly. So yeah, yeah I, they told me that on that last night. So I was with her, and then and then there were you know a nurse there, and the hospice never showed up. That was a great little episode. And the, but the people who were there with me, and then they cleared out. And one of one of them said to me, "I think you're you need to sit by your mom. Like we're mm-hmm. we're here at the end." Uh, and I, I didn't know whether that meant two hours or two minutes, right? Like I don't mm-hmm. know, you know. Yeah, who knows? Or two days. So I was I talking know. to her, and she almost certainly couldn't hear me. And if she could hear me, she didn't. Really, you know, but I, I told her things that I, you know, w- that she would want to hear and that were mostly true, you know, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and it was nice. And I was telling her it's okay, and all these things from movies, you know, where you're like, you know, every, I I didn't I didn't say, you know, you can let go because it was too corny, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I said true. like all the people you love are in a good place. You've done good work, you know. I'm yeah, happy. That's great. And I'm happily married, and I got a great granddaughter, and you're. Josh is happily married. Everybody's great, and we see each other. We love each other. And it's all good, and it's all because of you. So good work, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and but then she, uh, I mean, she died, you know, and mm-hmm. she, her breathing slowed and then stopped. And and it was um, so many different things, and many people have experienced it, but mostly it was incredibly interesting to me. Like mm-hmm. I did not feel some profound. Moment of sadness. In fact, as I'm still feeling now, there was, I'm sure other people in this situation have felt it, some relief, right? Mm-hmm. That this is over for her uh, and over for us. It was hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard on the family. Um, mm-hmm. You feel you're racked with guilt for not doing enough. You, and, and, or, and then when you do a lot, you're resentful. Like it's a very, it's a tough cycle to escape from unless you have some. You know, comically well-adjusted mental health, right? You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, but for the in most which case, we're deeply annoyed by you. <laughs> yeah, true, totally. In which case, you know, fuck off. Um, <laughs> and uh, the rest of us are filled with unknowing, not how to deal with this. Well, so uh, so I did feel some relief, but that moment is—it's amazing because you're right. Because then she's just gone. She's there, and you want her to go because it's not a good place to be. Then, although the medicine you hope and you trust that helps. And helped, it definitely did. And uh, but and then she takes a breath, and I and then there was no other breath, and I thought, oh, she's dead. And then there was one more breath. Uh huh. And then there wasn't. You can tell it's obvious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I thought it was happening, and then there was because there was like ten seconds because I'd been taking her breath rate, which was massively elevated throughout the night, and which is Mm -hmm. uncomfortable because you you she's getting drawing these quick narrow breaths, and you that's as you can imagine for anybody horrible. Right, so uh, and then the morphine sort of it will slow your breath rate down. That's what morphine does. Um, and she was incredibly sick. She she was not eating. She couldn't swallow. All these things about why they were just giving her morphine and nothing else. Um, and uh, so more and the ability to swallow is a common end of Alzheimer's symptom. Um, so then, but then she took another breath, and I was like, oh, all right, this uh-huh. is continuing. Uh-huh. And then she, and then it was like oh, 10 seconds, twenty seconds, and then thirty seconds. You know, and I'm rubbing her head, and then I'm like. Well, that's it. That was the end of that. And mm-hmm. then, like, I waited two minutes and I kept talking to her. And then she, I got up and went out of the room and told the nurses waiting out there. I was like, no, I think she died. 
Mm-hmm. And then they went in and were like, and then the nurse, the nurse who was there who'd been pissed out, we'd all been trying to get hospice to come, we're mad at the hospice place and she'd, so when, and then the hospice nurse arrives six minutes later, mm-hmm. right? right? Yeah. And so she's like, okay, so what do we have here? Right? We and have then, someone who died and then the while nurse, you weren't the, here. The, so the nurse was like, and she looks up and she goes, yeah, we're gonna need a death certificate. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, but, I, thing, yeah, it's a, but at least it, it ended, once it got bad, it, it ended pretty quickly, uh, which so, was good. So look, let, let me do my usual corny thing. Uh, everybody is going to die, uh, including you, okay? You've got to soak it in. You have got to soak it in, both for yourself and for everyone you know and love, okay? So that moment that Ben described is gonna happen for everyone. So for God's sake, yeah, like that's, you know, the here I'll connect it to this. The thing that I say most often on the show, even though like we're considered a political show, this is, and this is not remotely a political statement, but the hardest thing in the world is to escape your own perspective. So, uh, and the perspective we all have is of being alive. So we can't quite wrap our heads around not existing and for other people not existing. It's so hard that, that we created entire belief systems to, to solve that problem. 100% right, that's right. And I never quite thought about it that way until you just said that, Ben. Like, like I understand that as a concept, it makes us feel better that, hey, we went somewhere. But it's right. partly just we us di- not being able to understand or comprehend not existing anymore. Right, that's what we both think of it, yes. And yeah. we're almost certainly correct. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So while you do exist, and while the people around you do exist, there's only one objective, maximize life. Uh, get the most out of it uh, and, and, and one day it's gone and poof. So, uh, but don't take that as a downside. Like if we live forever, we would be so unbelievably bored Right, there's something about death that makes life more precious. Now I've gotten to a hallmark level, right? Mm-hmm. But it's but it's a hundred percent true. If we if we never died, we life wouldn't be nearly as interesting and fascinating and difficult and fun and terrible and and just uh, worth living. Yep, that's all true. It was uh, yeah. So she was just like gone, and she was no longer around. I mean, it's tough with Alzheimer's because they were. They, you know, it felt like she wasn't around in some capacity for five years, you know, and, and getting worse. And I'm super lucky; she got it at 89. You know, there are people who get it. I mean, I met a patient that night, a, a relatively famous person who lived in that same facility, who I admire and like. And I went and met him, and, and he knew enough to know that that he was a, a person who would have people who admired his work. And and I went and told him that. But like, he's he's 25 years younger than my mom. You know, it's crazy. Wow. It's crazy, horrible that he has this. Then my mom was eighty nine. She had a full, full life. Mm-hmm. You know, before she got it. So uh, how is Trump doing? He's okay. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. He just has a regular room. You know, I mean, it's so single. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the best room. <laughs> the best it's, room. it's it's the biggest, strongest room there ever was. <laughs> All right, we're back to Trump. Uh, so, uh, but okay. Super last thing before back to Trump. So last weekend, I was on the couch with my nine-year-old son and seven-year-old daughter, and it was a Saturday morning. I had I'd worked so hard all week, I passed out Friday night. Just I was telling a story to the kids on my bed, gone, gone, obliterated. Nine thirty at night. That's I mean, you want to talk about boomer? Okay. So I got up early in the morning after getting like eight hours of sleep. So you slept through the night mostly. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm two, 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 two. I, I sleep well. Mm-hmm. Um, so although it's been getting worse lately. Anyway, nine thirty to five thirty. Uh, so I'm up at five thirty in the morning on a Saturday. And, the, and you're not that upset. You're like, well, I want to sleep at nine thirty. I feel good. Right. I got eight hours of sleep, and then I had a cup of coffee. If I get eight hours of sleep and I have a cup of coffee, I'm on top of the world. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so, and I'm like. It's now you know five thirty six whatever I you know me I went and did a little bit of work right but now it's like six six fifteen I'm like still nobody's up I was like I'm gonna watch Watchmen mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I never watch TV or any entertainment unless it's at really late at night yeah I don't watch anything in the morning except unless a sporting event is on super early or like if I'm on 
like vacation and no one is home, a thing that hasn't happened in like a decade. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but so I'm like, huh, instead of like doing work, I'm gonna watch the last half of Watchmen that I didn't get to watch earlier in the week. So I watch it and then Pro comes out and first time with him, then Joy. And I was on the couch with them in like a perfect fall morning in LA, so not too cold, but a little brisk, mm -hmm. right? And I thought, God, it doesn't get any better than this. And so, like, don't miss those moments. Understand that the like when you're in that moment, understand that you're in that moment. Okay. And I was like, I'm positive I'm gonna look back on this and be like, yeah, I was kind of right. It never got better than that. Right. That's right. <laughs> right? Yep. yep. Uh, so, anyways, okay, back to Trump. Um, By the way, so my daughter, I'm, I'm preparing for this big TCM shoot where I have to watch. 20 movies. I know them these movies that particularly well, pretty well, I mean. And uh, so I can watch them. I'm taking notes on them. I'm sort of preparing how to have a smart conversation about it with a with a director um, for our Essentials series. But I'm watching a movie called Ace in the Hole, which is a movie you would adore. It's a Billy Wilder movie from 1951 about a journalist who's been fired. He was a big shot in New York, but he like slept with the editor's wife and gambles and drinks and He's worked his I way to like Albuquerque, him. New Mexico, and he's like, look, you gotta pay me 50 bucks a week. I'll make you 250 bucks a week because I bring in stories, you know, and I turn stories into events and your readers gotta know more, right? And then, and it's a great little moment. The, there's a great line in the movie, the editor is wearing, Kirk Douglas is a reporter, the editor is wearing a belt and suspenders, right? Uh -huh. And the guy says something like, why you been fired from all these jobs? He goes, I don't wanna bore you. And the guy's like, go ahead and bore me. Right, you know, um, and he says, "Well, I wouldn't." <clears throat> he goes, "I've lied to men in belts. I've lied to men who wear belts, and I've lied to men who wear suspenders. But I'd never be so foolish as to lie to a man who wears a belt and suspenders." <laughs> like it's a cautious man. It's like the epitome, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. Like that guy is very careful. And his pants are not going yeah. to fall down. And the guy, a lot of things could happen, right. but his pants yeah. falling down is not among them. He's like one of the things he got fired for is because he, you know, they got sued for libel. He goes, "I'm not worried." About, he goes, uh, "He says I'm not worried about that." Um, you know, I've uh, been doing this for 30 years and never been sued. I'm a lawyer myself, mm -hmm. and uh, we check. I check every single story mm -hmm. uh, before it goes out. And he goes, "Well, I know you're you're wearing." A belt and suspenders. And the guy's <laughs> like, "What's that?" Oh, and then he says, "And by the way, uh, my wife, Mrs. Hood, or whatever her name is, Mrs. Hood, she's a grandmother three times. So if you want to go that route, I think she'd be very pleased." You know, <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so now I'm going to switch topics. <clears throat> oh, so so I'm watching this movie, but again, this guy gets stuck in a in a mine based on a true story. This guy gets he's he's exploring for stuff in a in a abandoned coal mine or abandoned mine mine shaft, and the, it gets collapsed on. But and they can't get him out. But you can talk to him, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and this guy turns that story into the story of the century. Like it turns into a circus, a media circus. Like there was not even that term. Like a like like a baby named Jessica being totally stuck in a in, in a, a well. No, in no, a well. exactly. But they, this happened in 1925 in Kentucky, and then they just sort of they actually referenced that story. A guy named Floyd Collins, but the, they make up this story, but. But it did, he created this media circus. There hadn't ever been a media circus and Billy Wilder conceived of it as a thing that would happen. It was amazing and then an actual circus came because there was they could sell tickets. Oh. You know, so people can't, and anyways, this genius movie. But at the end of the movie, as is the case with the guy in 1925, uh, first of all, there was might have been a way to save him but Kirk Douglas wanted to stretch the story out so they didn't save him right away because they hadn't quite milked it enough. And then they tried to save him a different way. Kirk Douglas suggested the saving in the long way to prolong the story. And the guy died, right? Oh. And Douglas recognized it beforehand. Spoiler alert. But then, so Josie comes up and she's like asking me, you know, well, what's this movie about? All she's seeing is this movie with guys talking. She, and then Kirk Douglas is great in it. And, and I start explaining it to her. And I'm like, she goes, what happens to the guy? And I'm like, she goes, he gets out in the end? And I'm like, mm, no. No, he dies. I can't remember whether he dies because he doesn't have enough air or if there's a collapse of the mind and he kind of gets crushed. Mm -hmm. And she's like, so I, this is not really a movie for a kid. I'm like, no, but I thought you should know. And I was like, 
know. And how is she? Uh, is it no, she was like, and then your mom called, she got down. But I knew like my wife probably wouldn't approve of all that. But I just was yeah. like, hey, look, not all movies are happy, not all stories are happy. That's right. I thought I'd, I, and so you reminded me of that. That was just today. I was like, sometimes I thought I'd tell her the truth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so, how much is this therapist costing now? Yeah, I know. But it was also a wonderful place. She's sitting up on the, my desk chair, you know, watching the, you know, watching, watching the, an old movie yeah, with yeah, you. That's great. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the kids didn't watch Watchmen. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Right, yeah. Like it, pros on Nintendo Switch. Joy's watching some sort of LOL show on YouTube. So right. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, and, and Watchmen was over. But you know, but what you said there, a couple of different parts of it triggered a thought for me. Uh, so I wonder if our lives are too boring now, uh, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe they are. Uh, so, so I was in uh, in this place in California uh, this weekend, and they had a circus. And the person I was with was said, "No, no, no, it's okay. It's a, a humane circus. They they don't have animals." Um, she's like, "I was going to go protest it because uh, she's vegetarian, and uh, she almost called Mark Thompson. She didn't, but could have happened." Uh, anyway, uh, and and she said I checked it out, and they're actually great circus, and they're humane. They've been that way for twenty years, so that's great. Uh, but like, and and that is great because we used to beat the animals to oblivion, and it was horrible. We just never saw it, right? And mm-hmm. but the fact that you didn't see it didn't mean that it didn't happen. But I'm going to weirdly connect it to Hunter S. Thompson, mm-hmm. and uh, and so Hunter Thompson wrote a book that where your dad was one of the stars of the book. Uh, Fear and loathing on the campaign yeah. trail, mm-hmm. and and that was the story of '72. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and your dad's the he wasn't the campaign manager. That wasn't the actual title. What was his title? Political director. Uh, Gary Hart had the title of campaign manager. That's but right. They ran the campaign together. They, 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 they would both. Yeah. They would both say that. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, Frank was the political director for McGovern. And they miraculously won the primary, so it was already a super interesting story. And then they lost the general. But in during the Democratic convention, they were staying at the hotel we were staying at for my wedding. And so when I got to that hotel, I was like, "Huh, I wonder where this is in Miami." I Googled it. I'm like, "Oh my God, that's the hotel that we were staying at." Both the Republican and Democratic conventions in 1972 were in Miami. Ha! Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. So, anyways. Hunter Thompson now would be arrested and and would probably never get out of jail. Uh, like he, I mean, he did a lot of drugs oh, brazenly. Yeah. He got into terrible car accidents. Uh, he was, you know, he was a fascinating character, but but quite despicable to many people, mm-hmm. right? Reckless. Yeah, and he would certainly not have a career. I mean, yeah. he would be ridden out of town uh, easily. Like that wouldn't be a hard choice at all. Um, so, and probably that's right because he was probably a jerk to a lot of people in, in in ways that are unacceptable. But there's something about that freedom that is alluring. I mean, he just didn't care. Yeah, uh, and, and there, and I think I thought what you were getting at, and I think you were to some extent, which was that: Are we totally positive that you know you can't certain things you can't say and you, you shouldn't be able to say, and we should judge you for saying them? Right? Yeah. Doesn't mean there's not free speech, Dave. Um, uh, <laughs> but um, but we don't want to like. Are we? Hunter Thompson was a rich character, mm-hmm. and he added something. And to he the, lived life. He, and he added something to the tapestry of of American culture, not pop culture, but American culture. Yeah. And so I don't know. You know, I don't know that I want to drum him. Out of town. I mean, I, and I, I don't, don't know, know that's, but I'm I don't saying. know that I don't want to either. I don't know yeah. all the stuff that he yeah. did, right? So, so you know, so let me just jump. So there was a guy I didn't really know, and oh, oh yeah. Uh, so uh, um, I was at best familiar with his work, but uh, mostly because he he got uh, fired in two thousand five by the New Yorker. But he'd been their theater critic for a long time. That's mostly why I didn't know him because I, theater was not and is not really a part of my life. Um, he was briefly their film critic too, mm-hmm. but he was America's meanest critic. Like uh-huh. that's what he was known. He did it forever, and 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 there were times when he went much too far. And there was a New York Times long obit of him. He died this weekend, and uh, or over the weekend. And but Vulture then did a piece, and this is a guy who I think worked with him at the New Yorker, may even have been his editor. Who said like, you don't really edit this guy. You just sort of try and keep him from his 
worst demons of, mm-hmm. you know, one, uh, of saying horrific things about people, including sort of the uh, in the theater about you know, uh, uh, you know, hoping the gay people get not hoping the gay people get AIDS, but like, oh, you're we all going to get something. He made an AIDS joke loudly in the mm-hmm. theater. It's like one of the one things he had to apologize for. Mm-hmm. And the point that this vulture uh, guy made was like, hey, look, I'm not defending him. He should have been drummed out for these things. He he, if he'd said them today, he would be drummed out, and that's good. You can also appreciate that his kind of viciousness. Uh, you know, in a marketplace that where that was richer, where there were so many other people doing it, that was a uh, that had a place, you know. And yeah. pe- we came together hating him. And if you agreed with him on something, you were like, oh wow, maybe I need to rethink this because I have the same opinion as John Simon. Yeah. Uh, so I'm from your description. I don't know him at all, but from your description, I'm sure that I would not have liked him as a person. Uh, but uh, but I might have liked that he existed. Yeah, yeah, and you might have liked him in person. I'm sure he was incredibly entertaining to be around. He was not like yeah, a hermit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see um, that. So, yeah, and that does make for a richer tapestry potentially. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, on the other hand, like we, the the left is now so sanitized, but the right has become way worse. So we live in this weird duality where there are like people who are like super sanitized. And other folks who are like, ah, like now the Charlie Kirks and the Donald Trumps are not good enough for the America First movement, who are now heckling them throughout the country because they don't hate Jews enough. Right. Okay. And then we got that, and so yeah, the danger is that the 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 guy, the 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 extreme people on the right uh, have power. Yeah. Uh, and the extreme people on the left, uh, if. Uh, don't <laughs> and and and, I, and 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 at the rate we're going, never never will. Yeah, certainly the extreme. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so podcast folks, love you. Uh, get the rest of the show tyt.com/slash/join for members. We are going to get to uh, Trump's Thanksgiving uh, and perhaps my nostalgia tour and, and which are the best titles. So very important material here. Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content. Become a TYT member today. You'll love it. Join now at tyt.com/join.